We've got all the news right here. I'm going to stop you right there. I see you about to settle on a day-old donut for breakfast. Well, this is a chick intervention. Because McChicken Biscuits and Chicken McGriddles are now at McDonald's. So just hit that drive through and change your life. For breakfast, you got this. Wake up breakfast. Say good morning to McChicken for breakfast. Right now at your local McDonald's, you can mix and match two Chicken McGriddles or McChicken Biscuits for just $3. Price and participation may vary at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to
of you were blessed by the ministration. It's time for testimonies. Amen. Oh, you are not excited. I said it's time for testimonies. Amen. If you're excited, please help me welcome David Yali to share his testimony with us. Please encourage him as he comes on stage. Hi. My name is David Yali, and I'm from the Kolebu Center. Well, I want to thank God for blessing me with a new tablet this Christmas. Um, it's an iPad Air 2. Um, for some time now, I've not had a tablet of my own, and I was believing God that through Daddy's prayers and prophecies, I was going to receive one. But then, I was still not sure because over the space of about two years, I had sports like three tablets, so I did not think I was going to get any anytime soon, let alone an iPad. But then, by the grace of God, God opened the door, and during the Christmas, my parents got me an iPad Air, and I want to thank God so much for his provision, and also thank God for Daddy's life, for his prayers, his prophecies. I don't know where we will all be. I don't know what we will have. It's a blessing to have a father who cares about all our totality. God bless you, Daddy. Thank you. 
Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Richard Menu to share his testimony with us. Please put your hands together as we welcome Richard Menu to share his testimony with us. Good morning. My name is Richard Menu from Anakazo, Mampu. My testimony is about how I believe I've received the grace by listening to messages from daddy and then I've become more bolder, if I should say, to even preach and then witness. It all, st- it all started when we were working one day on campus and then daddy came around. And then he came to, as, as he walked around, he came to stand in front of us and then he lifted up his hand and said, you are anointed. And then we said, Amen. But then after that, we didn't know how it was going to come. Whether maybe, we didn't know. So a couple of weeks after that, I was in my room listening to a message called um, Year of Non-Readers. And then Generation of Non-Readers. And then as I was listening, I fell asleep. So in my sleep, I felt like something was entering into my stomach. So I, I suddenly woke up and then I began to shake. So I heard a voice say that you've received it. So I remembered what daddy said when he said you'll be anointed. And so I want to thank God. And by the grace of God, I want, I I can stand in front of people and then preach and then I can do things that I I couldn't used to do before. And then I want to say, God bless you, daddy. And then encourage you also that if you, are, if you are not on podcast, find it and then listen to it and your life will never be the same. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. I think it's a very powerful testimony. You must become a podcast addict. The spirit will enter you and set you on your feet. Amen. We have our final testimony. Help me welcome LP Akofa to share her testimony with us. Hallelujah. Um, please, my testimony is about how God delivered me from death during childbirth last year through uh, daddy's prayers that he prays for us. Hallelujah. And last year, around this time, I'd given birth to a bouncing baby boy. And I was, I was, I couldn't breathe and I was on oxygen. And right before my eyes, two people died, one to my left, one to my right. The doctors gave up. Everybody was expecting me to die. But I remembered the prayers that he prays for. You will not die during childbirth. Even on the ward, Apolulu will call and they'll put the phone on my ear. She'll pray for me. Dr. Nabi, Reverend Nelson, they all come and pray for me. Hallelujah. And then I was, when I was brought back, I was taken to the ICU. And that was where I was taken care of. When I was brought back to the ward, the nurses were crying. They were all surprised. They didn't expect me to be alive. And even the doctor said it was a narrow escape. And it can only be God. Hallelujah. I want us to believe the prayers of our daddy. Because he's our prophet. He's the prophet for us. And whatever he says is what comes to pass. Hallelujah. So those of you who are expectant mothers here, believe the prayers. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for a powerful testimony. 
Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite part of the service. It's time for the word of God. And ladies and gentlemen, our father is back. If you are excited as I am, make your loudest noise. Let's welcome Bishop Dagwood Mills. Are you excited this morning? Well, I'm excited too. Father, thanks a million for your blessing and your word. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. It is a blessing to be back home. To see all of you again. And um, I bring you greetings from South Africa. <laughs> what, a, what a blessing. Now this morning I want to share a, for the last my last little message on the greatness of Abraham. And then next week, God willing, we are going to do something else. So, we are excited. Now, Abraham's greatness is your greatness. You are going to experience greatness. Because Bible says we are the seed of Abraham. And as the seed of Abraham, we are blessed with the blessings of Abraham. So there's even a song, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. 
Abraham's blessings are mine. Amen. So, it is a blessing to be part of Abraham's seed. Now, Abraham is so great that so many people claim Abraham. Three religions at least claim Abraham as their father. Yes. You know, Christians claim, we are claiming, we are adding ourselves to Abraham. Jews add themselves to Abraham. And then our other brothers also claim Abraham. Ibrahim is what they call him. And they claim that the son whom Abraham went to sacrifice uh, was Ishmael. Not Isaac. You know. And so on. So they are all claiming. Everybody, the guy is great. So when you are great, everybody will be claiming you. Christians have found a way to add ourselves to Abraham. Our friends have also added themselves. And then Jews are claiming him strongly. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So, but it says in Galatians 3.29, if you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and as according to the promise. Amen. So, what is very important is for you to know the steps of Abraham that he took. Now, when you go to school, you can expect to hear logical things. Things which have a lot of... Um, explanations. But when you come to church, you must expect to hear things which you have to believe. Okay? Because, like we say, it's our faith, or it's a faith. It's the faith we have in Christ. Amen. So, one of the great things of Abraham is was his tithing. So, if you turn with me to Hebrews, Seven. Amazingly, it is in Hebrews in the New Testament that we see a lot of Abrahamic things. It says, consider, verse 4, how great this man was, and to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tenth of the spoil. So, even Abraham took a tenth out. He whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham. Alright, so Abraham paid tithes. So those who say tithing is under the Old Testament law. You know, when we say the law, we're talking about things like... um, uh, you know, in the law, it says a man shouldn't wear what a woman wears, or a woman shouldn't wear what a man wears. You shouldn't wear clothes that are mixed with cotton and silk. And when you do this, you should sacrifice, bring a, a turtle dove, bring a lamb, bring a goat. I mean, that's the law. When we say the law, that's what we mean by the law. And the law is what Moses gave us the law. And one of the things in the law was the tithe. Okay? So when, what we say is that Christ has fulfilled the law, so we are no longer under the law. But Abraham was before the law, long before. We have, Abraham, we have to finish with Abraham, then we have to go to Isaac, then we have to go to Jacob, 
Then after Jacob, we have to go to Joseph to finish with Genesis. Alright? Then we come to Moses to take the people out in Exodus. And then when he comes, when we come to Moses, then he does all this Exodus, Deuteronomy, Leviticus, all the way to Deuteronomy, and then he finishes his ministry. Then he, we come to Joshua. So at each point, God is using a particular person. So Moses came later. Abraham has to finish. Isaac has to come. Jacob has to come. Then Joseph has to come. Then all the 400 years has to come before we even think of Moses. So Moses is now going to bring the laws. Do this, do this, do this. But long before those laws, plenty of laws came. Abraham, who is like a father to those who are of faith, eh, practiced something which you and I must practice. And I want to teach you to practice these things as a young person. You know, many things that you do as a young person, you are able to continue doing them for, you, for the rest of your life quite easily. Even with evil. If you start certain things, do you understand? You will find yourself, you can't stop them. Do you understand? That is why, um, you know, you may think to yourself, oh, I'll just sleep with everybody. I'm just having fun. But what happens is that later on, you have a taste for that thing. So any moving female is something for you. Then it's, it's, it's not easy. No, you know, when, when some people sin, if you take, um, let's say, somebody who has been on drugs and the person stops, then the person goes to take drugs. And the person who has never been on drugs and the person goes to take drugs, right? The person who has been on drugs before and goes to take the drugs, let's say that it's a sin, has, 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 has fallen to a far lesser temptation than the person who has never taken drugs. Do you understand? Yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's far easier. It's like it's almost next door. Once you are into that, it's not that easy to come away from it. It's, it's a much shorter step for you. You understand? So that is why sometimes to keep pure, it's not even about, I mean, hearing a law. Don't do this. Some of the don't do's, can, people can't stop. You, you, you have to understand. The flesh is the flesh. That is why if you tamper with a male below a certain age, you go to prison because you, you, you affect the person. It can't control themselves much later. And it's very difficult. Are you with me? So, all these sins and all these things, they are difficult to reintroduce later in life. So, it's better to know God early. It's better to know God as a young person. That is why Nazarites, you don't touch alcohol, don't drink, don't cut your head, don't do this. So many things from the time you are born. You, you are far more able to practice the things that you are supposed to practice. That God wants you to practice. All, all sins are like that. Because all sins have to do with the flesh. Whatever it is. The sin of fornication, adultery, homosexuality, drugs, everything is the same. Once your flesh learns it, you, you'll be surprised that for the rest of your life, you may not easily be able to obey the laws of God. Yes. And when you grow, you learn it. And so you learn to have compassion on people. Are you with me? 
Yeah. So it's the same thing with tithing. You know, people who don't pay tithes, you know, they struggle with it for all their life. Every time hiding, stealing, lying to God. Do you see? But if you learn it now, you know, you, you, you will never calculate any money you get, including the tithe. You always exclude the tithe. If you get 100 CDs, you know, you, you just, I had 90 CDs. That is, that's how I think. Because I've been paying tithe since I was a teenager. If you, if you give me $100,000, to me, I got $90,000. I didn't get 100000 And if I give more than 10%, that, that is what, I don't, it's not in my calculation. So, learn, learn tithing today. So that from your youth, you will not miss all the things. Learn them. Amen. Amen. Now, you can fall as a child, as a young person, but you must fight. Do you believe in fighting? You must fight back. Okay? You know, Adolf Hitler invaded Russia in, uh, in um, 1941. In June 1941. And um, by the time he got to the gates of Moscow, Russians now gathered themselves together and began to fight back. Everybody say, fight back. back. Yes. And that was the beginning of the end of Hitler. Do you understand? So they, they were shocked when Adolf Hitler invaded Sometimes you are shocked when the devil attacks you. Do you see? Or if you fall into sin. But I'm telling you today, you must gather yourself and begin to do what? Tell somebody I'm fighting back. Tell somebody I'm fighting back. So fighting back is the main thing. It's not about you are being attacked. It's about fighting back. So even if you, if you feel that you've fallen, or you've sinned, or you've gone down, fight back, gather your forces. Germans were surprised by the way Russia mobilized its vast resources of human beings and weapons and everything they had in the storerooms. And the people, Russia is healed. The German officers were commenting among themselves that this country is very big. They were surprised. They brought soldiers from Siberia who use skis. Yes, skiing with motor, uh, uh, um, motor machine guns. Yes, on, the, the experts at snow fighting. Oh yes, oh yes. They were fighting back. Tell somebody I'm fighting back. Yes. So even if the enemy seem to strike you. Yes, gather your resources and fight him back. You don't lie down and say, ah, no. It's vengeance that is you give to God. You see, it says, vengeance, you don't fight. The Bible says, vengeance is mine. And it says, give place to wrath. Romans 12. Give place to wrath. I will repay. God is good at repayments. He will make repayments on your behalf. You'll be surprised. Yes. I will repay. I will repay. So he said, give place to wrath. He said, don't get in the way. 
God's repayment schedules are wild. All enemies of Christ, enemies of the gospel, enemies of the anointed should sit in their houses expecting repayments to be issued to them. So it's vengeance we don't fight. But when you are struggling to stand and to press on in God, that one you have to stand up and fight back. Are you still around? So, that's just a bit on the side. When it comes to your life, learn things as a young person. Yeah. I learned how to have my quiet time every day as a young person. And it has been my habit throughout. Always. I always pray and read my Bible every day. Every single day. No matter what. Even if I'm on a plane landing in the, at dawn in the morning, I'll read my Bible. I'll read my Bible at dawn. It, it's part of me. I learned it in school. I'll, I'll, I'll have my whatever I read. But I always have to read something from the Bible. Whatever it is. And sometimes I try to remember, what, what have I read today? Yes. It's part of my youthful Christianity. That's what I learned. So it's not easy to set it aside. I only listen to Christian music. It's part of my Christianity. I don't listen to unbeliever music at all. Yes. I can't, I can't, I can't have it. Even Christians who are not spiritual, I don't enjoy them. I know. Yes. So, uh, learn the things. And one of the things I need you to learn is tithing. Alright? Now, verse 6. Are you with me? Hebrews 7. He whose descent is not counted from them received tithes of Abraham. And blessed him. So when he received the tithe, he blessed him that had the promises. So Abraham is a very greedy person in terms of spiritual things. He had promises, but he also wanted blessings. Are you with me? Yes. And when you are spiritual, you must seek for more things. Don't think to yourself, that blessing that was spoken over me 19 years ago is what I'm using. You see, there are many curses that are being activated all the time. So you need blessings to be poured on your life. Hallelujah. Are you there? So he whose descent it's not counted from them. Receive tithes and then blessed him that had the promises. Alright? And verse 7. I love it. Without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. Okay? So when there is a better or greater person, he can bless you. Amen. Now, verse 8. Here, Here, that is here on earth. Men that die receive tithes. So we who are ministers of the gospel receive the tithes of people who, we are men who die and we receive tithes. But there, he received them 
of whom it is witness that he liveth. Alright? So, God is showing us that tithing is something that is today. Because Paul, Paul is saying, here, he was a Christian. Here, right here. Men that die receive tithe. So, it's still something that is being practiced. Alright? Now, Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. And we are getting deeper and faster. Tonight we have a service. Every Sunday evening we are starting to have our services again. It's called Revival at 7 o'clock. Now, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, where have we robbed thee? And he says, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithe. Everybody, are you reading it? Bring all the tithe. Not some of the Monday, March and March and October's tithe. Now you are bringing. Bring all the tithes, including the big ones. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, say the Lord. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. That there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruit of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time. All nations shall call you blessed. You shall be a delightsome land. Amen. Now he says, he says, look at, I like what is going on. Because going towards a verse that we know. Your words have been stout against me. You have, and you say, what have we spoken? What have we said? And I said, you have said, verse 14, it is vain to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance? Huh? That we have walked mournfully before the Lord of hosts. Alright? And now we call the proud happy. Alright? Verse 16. Then they that fear the Lord speak often one to another, and the Lord hearkened. And verse 17, and they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spareth his own son. Verse 18, then shall you return and, and, and descend between the righteous and the wicked. And between him that serveth God and him that serveth him not. Amen. Alright. Now, you see uh, many blessings. But the biggest blessing is you see here, which starts everything, is that the heavens are opened. Heavens are opened. So turn with me to Deuteronomy 28. Deuteronomy 28. And let's read from verse 1. These are what we read at weddings. It shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord, that all these blessings shall come upon thee. Are you with me? And overtake thee. Verse 2. All these blessings will come on you. Verse 3. Blessed shall thou be in the city. And blessed shall thou be in the field. How many receive that blessing for yourself? Some of you wanted to go to tech. But you came to Legon. Blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be in the city. So you are blessed at Legon. You are blessed at tech. Some of you wanted to go to Legon. But you went to Zenith. Or you went to Valley View. But you are blessed in the city. You are blessed. Wherever you are, you are blessed. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. Your children are blessed children. 
Hallelujah. How many are going to have children? Wow. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy ground, the fruit of thy cattle, and the flocks of thy sheep. So your sheep are blessed. If you are a shepherd in the church, your sheep are blessed. My flocks are blessed. All my members are blessed. Yes. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. That's your bank account. Your handbag. Your storeroom. Wherever you have hidden your money. That storeroom is blessed in Jesus name. And a bank account with very little money in it is not blessed. God is blessing your account now. Verse 6. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. And blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. You are blessed traveling. You are blessed going. Blessed coming. Yeah. When you go, you will come back. You will go sitting and you will come sitting. You will not go sitting and then come under the plane. Hey! Believe it all. These are powerful words that keep you. Yeah. When I was in Israel one time, there was a, there was, I went to a little shop. They were selling key holders and they had written something in Hebrew. I asked the lady, what, what has been written here? And she said, blessed when you are going and blessed when you are coming. So I said, what is it for? It says for travelers. It's a blessing for travelers. You are blessed on every journey in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Curse all the enemies of the Lord and the Lord's anointed. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself. And all the earth shall see that thou art called. Verse 11. The Lord shall make you plenteous in goods. Amen. It's not wrong to have many goods. Receive televisions. I hear there's a new television that is curved. Yours will be curved too. Whatever is new. Whatever is the latest. That's your portion. Whatever is nice is for you. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Do you believe such things? Why not? Not just one or two. You see some madams in their houses. When there is a house help who is helping and the person makes a mistake and maybe breaks a glass 
Or maybe the blender is not working anymore. You see them talking to hell. They will speak hell to the person. Because of a blender. You see, the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. There will be another blender in the storeroom. And three more blenders. The person has come from the village. He doesn't know how to use this blender. He has bought it. God is giving you more blenders. Receive it in the name of Jesus. It's used the iron. And the iron is no more working. You have grown what you, you think that. You are removing from the person's salary. How much does the person earn? But you see, when you have plenteous in goods, you will not be talking people into hell over one small thing. You, your attitude has changed for the whole day because of the iron. How much is iron? 40 cities. Receive many irons. Plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body. Oh yes. You will give birth like a cow that has given birth many times. Hey! Giving birth will be easy for you. I said giving birth will be easy for you. You'll be walking or you see that it's coming. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in the fruit of thy ground, in the fruit of thy cattle, your business. Look at my churches. Many, many countries, the fruit of my, my ground, fruit of my cattle, my sheep. More, I have more. More. Yes. From Boku to Hafasini. Uh, 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 what is the last? Is it Hafasini? Hafasini to Aflao to Wa to Nigeria to Lome to Dakar. Eh? To Kolegono by the sea. The Lord is making you plenteous in cattle and in the fruit of thy ground. You know something? Many people think that pastors don't know anything about business. Which is one of the greatest mistakes. What is business about? Business is about solving a problem for somebody or doing something for someone and then being paid and then increasing, being successful in what you are doing, whatever it area the area is, and multiplying and having more and being able to stay there and gradually still increasing. And not being in crisis for years in relation to the business. That is business. Because when you hear business, what do you do? They will mention some. So, I supply screws for aeroplanes. I supply valves for something. Different strange businesses. The businessmen, they don't care what they deal in once they make profit. 
and they are successful and it increases and you get more. They don't really care what the topic is, whether it's salt, whether it's uh, afflicity that they are catching, whatever it is, they will do it. If it's Kelly Willie, they will be them. Wow. But it's the blessing of the Lord that makes things multiply. Verse 12. Verse 12. Verse 12. The Lord opened thee his good treasure. So God has a good treasure. The heaven. The heaven. To give rain. To thy land in season. Heavens. Okay. And to bless all the work of thy hand. And thou shalt lend. And thou shalt not borrow. Yes. So notice. So, this is in the list of blessings and curses. Lending is the blessing. And borrowing is the curse. That is why Almost everybody who borrows is frustrated. And the banks will not tell you because their work is to lend. So one time I was at a bank and I asked the man a question. You know, and he said, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you know, this type of official tone that came. Sorry, I'm sorry. About, sorry, sorry, I can't answer that question. It's uh, not my duty to... to Advise my clients on I'm here to open an account, not to help you, but I cannot advise you. Because I asked, 70%, 80% of those who borrow money for houses, they, don't, they are not able to pay. They will collect the house and the money that you paid. Yeah. It's more than even cigarette smoking, which only takes about 30% of the people. Yes. So receive that blessing of not borrowing. Humble yourself and live without borrowing. And the blessing of the Lord will be on your life. Learn it when you are a young person that you don't borrow. And you will live long and enjoy prosperity. Hallelujah. Now, verse 13, the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Head and not the tail. Hmm. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. Hmm? Why do you want not to be the tail? You are last. You had F. Even in even the crocodile is when we eat crocodile meat, it's only the tail that is eating. Yes. Only the tail is eating. The rest are left. It's too hard. So, you will never be last again in your life. Do you believe it? The blessings are too nice. I love it. Thou shalt not be beneath. Verse 14. Now, thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee. And it shall come to pass, verse 15, 
If you don't listen to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments, which I commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee. Okay? Then let's jump to verse 22. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption. Consumption is stands for a wasting disease. Like something that makes you lose weight. You are consumed. Whatever is making you lose weight, I rebuke it today in Jesus' name. The Lord shall smite thee with a fever. Whatever fever makes you sweat in the night uh, and makes you never recover fully, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. And the Lord shall smite thee with an inflammation. Hey! Those who do pathology, you know, in any disease where you mention itis, appendicitis, dermatitis, cystitis, mastitis, mastitis is breast, inflammation of the breast, appendicitis, inflammation of the appendix, dermatitis, gastritis, stomach. Conjunctivitis, the eye. Tonsillitis, your. Signs of inflammation. Number one, reddening. These are the characteristic pathological diagnosis of inflammation. Reddening. Increase in temperature, warmth. Swelling. That is it. Pathology. Swelling, reddening, and increasing the temperature. Inflammation is inflamed. And then all the cells are rushing there. And it is in Deuteronomy. (laughs) The doctors haven't risen up here to start writing. It is there. Inflammation, pancreatitis, gastritis, appendicitis. Uh, hepatitis, hepatitis liver, and with an extreme burning, it is a type of pain, and with the sword, war, and with blasting, with blasting, blasting is blasted, a blight or wiping out of your crops, and with mildew. Hmm? And they shall pursue thee until thou perish. So all these things under consumption, you would have cancers which consume you. You become very lean and consumed. You would have tuberculosis which consumes you. You would have HIV which consumes you. And you have and undiagnosed diseases. Yes. We have something we call PU, pyrexia of unknown origin. Temperature that rises without knowing why. It is rising. Nobody knows when they check every test. There's no test, but your temperature is still on. Fever. Are you with me? Whatever case is following you, Whatever is chasing you to the church. I cut it off from your leg today in Jesus name. Amen. 
Now, notice the next verse, which is what concerns us. Verse 23. And thy heaven that is over thy head shall be brass. If you remember, paying tithes opens the windows of heaven. Now, under the curse, he explained that thy heaven over thy head shall be brass. So when you knock it to be and the F that is under thee shall be iron. Can you plant any crops in iron? Can anything work in iron? Nothing is going to work. Now this is the curse. So it's like you are shut with no blessing coming from above and down is also not working. Now listen, recently I was in Zimbabwe and I really could see it had not rained for a long time. Hey, everywhere was dry. You see that the whole country is going down because of the no rain. Reverse, all the rivers were dry. You didn't see any water. Animals, dead cows on the way. It's like everything dies. Because the heaven over you is brass. Nothing is working from above. So, rain is significant. And the Lord shall give thee rain. And green fields. The early rain, the latter rain. It's like he will let normal things happen to you. And blessings which you will not understand till it's taken away. Most of the good things you don't know they are good till they are taken away. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder. Powder and dust from heaven. Shall it come down until thou be destroyed. So my dear friends. You know, we need the heavens. You may not be a farmer, but don't, it's not only in farming that the heaven, the heavens symbolizes many things. You see, the heavens are, there are different heavens. And so when the heaven over you is brass and is totally shut out, nothing is going to work well in your life. Yes. Nothing is going to work. There's more to the heavens. When Noah, the rain was going to come, God opened the windows of heaven. And then, waters came down in a way that no one knew that such water existed in heaven. Are you with me? Yeah. So, in terms of Pain of tithes, you know. Um, God wants you to learn how to pay tithes to open the windows of heaven. So that through the open windows of heaven, you can be blessed. Amen. When the windows of heaven are over your life, open over your life, many things happen. Number one is... I will pour you out a blessing. So the windows of heaven signify, right, the 
opening of the place where blessings come from. Where blessings come. Look, I've been to school. I went to medical school seven years. 1982 to 1989. I am educated. My doctor, the word doctor by my name is not, I didn't buy it with $200. Neither did anybody confer it on. We have degrees that are conferred. This was end. I've been to school. And I'm telling you, they sell $100, you can get a PhD just now. Not, I don't know a PhD, but an honorary doctorate. Anybody can just give you honorary doctorate. You can get it. If you like Google and search, you see. Some, some institution somewhere will give it to you. Yeah. And even when you are broke and you don't pay, they will still give it to you. So it's even free. My doctor is earned. Earned. I earned it. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, as somebody who has been to school, that if you ask me the importance of education or the importance of a blessing, I'll say that to be blessed is more important to be than to be educated. I will prefer to be blessed than to be educated if I have to choose. Yes. Of course, education is a blessing. But if, you, if I have to choose, I'll say, oh, bless me. Let me be blessed. Because when you are blessed, eh, you may be a prisoner. You may be castrated like Daniel and his brothers. But you'll be great. You'll break through. You'll come out. But when you are educated and there's no blessing, you go to work and you pour it out for nothing. And you'll be frustrated. And it amounts to nothing. All right? So, brothers and sisters, pouring of blessings. Pouring of blessings. That's what God wants to do for us. He says, you pay the tithes. I will open the window and pour. But if I pour and there's brass, the thing lands on the brass. Angels go and sweep the blessing back upstairs. Either you believe or you don't believe. I believe. Since I was a teenager, since I was in second school, I've been paying tithes. God knows. And it was not a any church. Nobody taught me. Nobody told me that pay this. I wasn't any church that was they were teaching tithes. Well, I saw it in the word of God. Yes. And I said it years ago. I declared the level of my prosperity. When I was a, when I was a, a, a teenager. When I knew Christ. And I knew this is the level of prosperity I will attain to. I declared it. And I've seen it. <laughs> True. So, pour. Pouring of blessings. I want you, you know, what do you have? When you even pay tithe, it wouldn't change so many things. Don't worry about that. I'm teaching you how to be a Christian. I'm teaching you how to serve God. I'm teaching you how to stay away from the accursed situation. I will pour out a blessing. I will pour. So if there's no window, it's not open. How can he pour? How can he pour the blessing? The blessing cannot be poured. So it's time for you to do what will open the window of heaven. So that pouring can start. Ah, and you don't need one thing. Oh. Huh. You people, 
Let me tell you, this life, you need more than one prayer. One little prayer. One little blessing. You need many blessings. You need to keep on getting spiritual experiences. That's why our fasting is continuing even this week. I'm going to, and we are going to fast till August. Yes. We are fasting to August. Yeah. This 21 day, this one 21 day fasting is, is an old thing. Yes. I'll tell you, remind me to give you the schedule, how we are going to do the fasting this week. Yeah. Every week we are fasting. Yeah. That's when you become nicer. All right. You don't need one blessing. You need continuous blessings. Amen. So, the first thing is that pouring. How many want just one blessing or pouring? How many want blessing to pour? Pouring blessings. Yes. If you want pouring blessings, learn how to pay tithes. Don't fool with God. Don't joke with God. God is the one who sees, not men. Men cannot bless you. I cannot bless you. God can bless you. Even if I bless you, it is if what I say, who is it that says the thing and it comes to pass when the Lord commanded it? So I may say you are blessed, but you are not blessed. <laughs> Unless the Lord bless well, I don't have any such powers. Where will I go and get it from? I can just say be blessed, but if the Lord doesn't also say be blessed, you are not blessed. But he has given us the keys of heaven so that whatever we bind on earth is bound. What we declare, it is declared in heaven as well. So it's backed by heaven. So when I open, it's open in heaven. When I close the door for you, it's closed in heaven. Yes. Hmm. Now, beautiful. I'll open the windows of heaven and then I will rebuild the devourer. What eats up, it has been shown. What eats up, that's where the poverty comes from. Not what you get. What goes is where poverty starts. It's not what you get. It's what goes. What is eaten, that's where poverty starts. So when God wants to bless you, he doesn't bless you by giving you more, but he rebukes what eats, the div- what devours what you have. Are you there? Yeah. If you take Ghana, I hear, I'm, I stand to be corrected, but I hear we have uh, about 80% of what we earn as a nation. Is pay is used to pay on salaries. This will be to pay salaries, and all the people that work for the government—teachers, government workers, 
everybody. So if the nation earns two billion, about eighty percent is used to pay the government workers. So then we are left with twenty percent or something like that. I'm, I'm sure it's not exactly correct, but something like that. And how many people work for the government? About five hundred thousand people. And the rest of us are 25.5 million of us are to eat what? How, so how can there ever be a road? Do you understand why there's no road? Like there's no money literally. Because it's eaten up. It's devoured. We have so many devourers. Issues that are devouring the little. So when the white people come and they try to give us loan, they always condition that you must reduce your workforce, you must reduce the people that you are paying, stream down the number of this, number of people who do this, number of this, number to reduce it. Because prosperity starts from reducing what is going out, the curse. So that's the first place. I will rebuke the devourer. That's all. I will rebuke the devourer. I will rebuke the devourer then you'll be okay. Alright, so abroad, they have a lot of devourers in America. So you hear somebody's earning, what are you earning? Or people who work at the bank, when you ask them about, you've been earning, when they mention the amount they earn, eh, you'll be amazed. I mean, you, you don't get that amount for the whole year. Sometimes you don't get that amount for two years. They, two years, they earn it in one month. And then you wonder, when you ask, they don't own a house. They have their owning, owning something, owning here, Oh, you hear so many things. You even want to say, ah, but is it not what you are earning? They mention big, big, big amount of money. So the blessing when God opens the windows of heaven is to stop that thing. That's it. So you may not know, but believe it. Believe it. Yeah. If you marry somebody who is, who is a devourer and the person always wants this, wants this, wants this, wants this. Look, I can tell you something. From now till we are in 2017, till 2019, if you don't buy shoes, dress, nobody will notice. From now till 2020, I'm telling you, no buying of anything, nobody will know. Just you will know. And maybe one or two people, but most people will not know. And most people don't tell you. Most people tell you you are looking nice when you are not looking nice. So you are looking nice today. But they are looking at maybe one thing, maybe just your face, but not the whole body. (laughs) So today God is showing you his blessings. I want to pour blessings blessings. That is why when I stand before certain people, you would have thought that they would rise up and present huge amounts of money and give to No. Even though they have or have received. Like you, you, you hardly see that in the church. Let's say when we were buying our instrument, nobody stepped forward to pay for anything. Nobody came. So, oh, I'm in the church. I want to do this. People don't have devourers. You see, the Bible says that when goods increase, they are increased that eat them. So when things become a lot, the people that eat the a lot are more. Do you understand? Ecclesiastes 5, 
11, when goods increased, they are increased that eat them. So what good is it to the owners thereof? What's the point? So, the blessing of uh, the devourers being rebuked in your life. When you live a simple life, you'll be rich. Yes, when you live a simple life, you'll be rich. Yeah. Sometimes I pray, Lord, give me something to buy, to need. Because I don't need anything. I, don't, I look at all the things they are selling. There's nothing that is attractive to me. Because I don't need anything from them. <laughs> yes, literally. I'm not a woman. I don't need many things. But I tell you, there are some brothers. I say, you'll be surprised. The shoes are stretching. Many, many shoes. I don't need it. Once your divorces are down, you start becoming rich and people will be jealous of you. My divorces are down. Yeah, I have nothing to buy. Nothing at all. Nothing. Divorces are down. Divorces are down in your life in Jesus' name. Yes. Divorces down. Amen. Amen. Number four. Three. The destroyer is restrained. He says, he shall not destroy your ground. Whatever destroys is taken away. Amen. Then you'll be called blessed in Malachi 3.12. People will call you blessed. How many want somebody to call you blessed? But you know, sometimes people will call you cursed. When they see frustration in your life, when they see disappointment after disappointment, people easily notice curses, but they don't say it. There are people who would like to tell you, do you not think there is a curse working? You got all this and it has amounted to nothing. Don't you feel there is a curse? That curse will not be found in you from today. Somebody is being blessed mightily today as I'm preaching. Somebody is being blessed mightily. Somebody's windows are opening in heaven. When you pay tithes, the windows of heaven will be open and Jesus will appear in your situation. In Acts chapter 7 verse 55 and 56. It said, and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. When this guy was being stoned. And he being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's Stephen. Saw the glory of God. Huh? Looked up steadfastly up into heaven. And said, behold. I see the heavens opened. And who do I see when the heavens are open? The son of man standing there at the right hand of God. Jesus is appearing in your situation. Jesus stands up when you pay tithes or the windows just open and you see the son of man standing there. 
who can face the son of God? Nobody. I'm sure I've told you the story before, but I'll tell you again. A man who invited Jesus into his life and Jesus came in and he asked Jesus to go upstairs and he showed him the room. This is your room. So he was very happy that Jesus was now in his life. And the next morning, there was a knock on the door. Who was at the door? Lucifer. When he opened the door, Lucifer gave him the the slap. You can hear it far. Have you seen those type of slaps before? You see them only in films. And your ears can, you can go deaf from those. He slapped him, beat him up. And he cried and cried. And Satan went away. And after that, he went to the room where Jesus was. And he knocked on the door. Oh, Jesus. Why didn't you come to save me? Satan came and beat me up. Jesus said, ah. When I came to your house, you asked me to stay in this room. So I went to stay in the room. I don't know what is happening in in the rest of the house. I have to be polite. The man was shocked. And he said, okay, Jesus, you can have all the rooms upstairs. All the rooms were upstairs. So the next day, when Satan, when he opened the door, who was it? Lucifer. Snake fists, cat's paws, eagle's claws. Hey! He was thrashed and his leg got broken. And he went crying to Jesus and said, Lord, how could you leave me? Jesus said, Ah, you've asked me to stay upstairs. Many of us, we don't allow Jesus in every area of our lives. Just stay in this church Sunday compartment. I don't need you on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I can see you on Sunday. So Jesus said, I'm a gentleman. I don't go where I'm not invited. And the boy got the lesson. And he said, okay, Jesus. I surrender. He started singing. I surrender all. Not I surrender upstairs. I surrender upstairs. No. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. Have my kitchen, have downstairs, have the garage, have everything. He even took the key and said, take, take the key. Jesus said, all of me is so, all, all, so all of you. So, Jesus had the key. The next morning. Jesus marched elegantly to the door. Opened the door. Lucifer thought it was a guy. As soon as he opened the door, Jesus held him by the hair like this. He held the hair and gave him his ear came off. This other side came off. Beating her, he beat him, broke his arms, broke the legs. They came for a stretcher to take Lucifer away to the hospital. Hallelujah! So, when the Son of Man is involved and he's now the one who is answering the door, ah, 
Ah, your life will never be the same. So when Stephen's, when the heavens open, the son of man, you see, that's one of the things that happens when the heavens are open. Tithing opens the heavens, brings the son of man into the picture. And he will deal with all your enemies. He says, vengeance is mine. I feel sorry for people that mock me. I feel sorry for them. Because I have nothing to say. But he says, I will repay. I will what? Repay. Repayments. Repayments are wild. You will not even know that it's a payment. Yeah. I've seen people mock me like a mocking bird. Yes. Mock at me. Yeah. You keep watching. Keep watching. The heavens will open and you'll be surprised at the person who is opening the door. Yeah. Yeah. Are you there or you are leaving? Yeah. Heavens open. I want my heavens open. I don't want my heavens to be brass. No. 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 And he said, and the Bible says, and he saw the glory of God. You will see the glory of God in your life. You will see the glory of God in your life. In Jesus' name. So from today, Strengthen your heart like this and tell yourself, whether it's dollar, euro, CD, naira, pounds, yen, whether it is big, whether it is small, the tenth, Leviticus 27 verse 10, the tithe is the Lord's. I will give it to God. Yes, the tithe is the Lord's. Amen. The tithe is the Lord's. The tenth is the Lord's. Whatever. Learn it. And you'll find yourself paying tithes in houses. You'll be surprised. Huh? Do you believe? Yes. Yes. It is the Lord's. Leviticus 27 verse 30. It is the Lord's. It belongs to God. It is the Lord's. Uh, Not yours and his. It's his. I am speaking to people. I I know you don't have much. I'm not preaching like I'm preaching to businessmen. People who have a lot of money. No, no. I'm teaching you Christ. Yes. I'm teaching you what I've practiced and what I've seen in God. I never planned to be a pastor like this. I never planned this. My life is what I'm going to do. No. Money is the last thing I've been seeking for in my life. It's it's the last of my aims. (laughs) Never. No. If I I wanted, why would I leave all the rich people at the Kodesh? Who have cars and come and be with you. Who are sharing phones. Yeah. But you will no more be sharing phones. 
they will not more be sharing phones. Heaven is opening over your life. You will see the glory of God and you will see the Son of Man. How many sometimes you can feel there's somebody in the room? Oh, many times I feel it. I feel there's somebody. Yeah. I can feel his presence. Yeah. In 1980, in 1980, I was at a prayer meeting and suddenly somebody appeared on my side wearing white, glistening. (laughs) It must have been Jesus because that is how he appeared at the Mount of Transfiguration. The immediate reaction, I didn't fall down, but I felt very sinful. I'd been fasting for seven days. No, no matter how much you fast, listen, the blood of Jesus is your only hope. How many feel bad sometimes when you fast? You still feel bad. Yes. He has been with me. 1980, I was doing O-level. 1980, I was in secondary school. I was fasting. Seven days, seven days he appeared under my shining, shining. And there he was. I was the last person. This is the hall. This is the wall. This is the back wall. Right on my side. He was there. One time I was on a plane. And a man in blue. I, 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 even the color. Was sitting by my side. Yes. He was on the seat. Yeah. When God is with you. You see. Many things that. You may not be able to explain. Will start happening. He has been with me, guiding me, leading me. Bible said that the Lord, when when Potiphar saw that the Lord was, with, the Lord made everything that Joseph did to prosper. Because he saw that God was with him. When you when you pay tithes, you will learn God can be with you. Even a person you shouldn't meet, you won't meet the person. He will prevent that meeting. One day I was about to enter into a curse. You know, a, a man of God had done something. And we were all gathering for a meeting. And it was like he was going to be faced. And I was part of the group. They were going to rebuke him. I don't know, rebuke him and correct. I don't know. It was a whole big issue. And the meeting was coming on around maybe three, four o'clock. Suddenly, I was struck with diarrhea, uncontrollable diarrhea for the time from the time I have to go. I've never missed a meeting. It is very strange. I was paralyzed in the house and they went for the meeting. Hey, they sorted out. See, somebody was a pastor. They dressed him down. Yeah. You know, you have to be careful with people. Most of those people have amounted to nothing. God saved me from going to add myself to something to insult I mean, correct people and things that you don't need. Yeah. 
He kept me. He kept my hands and my mouth. Hey, I would have spoken at the meeting. I would have spoken. I asked, what happened? What did they say? What did you say? What did this one say? I was out of it. God will keep you. Whatever brings a curse to your life, God will keep you from that thing. No, young people, I tell you, we need God's presence and God's help in your life. And God is going to help you greatly. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, learn it. Don't only just learn not to stop committing fornication or stop smoking or what. Learn is to bring blood. I mean, you can't only stop. You have to learn doing things. Yeah. Learn it. Learn it. The smallest amount. Learn. Trust God. Say, Lord, this is all I have. I give you the tenth. Thank you. Jesus will appear. Heaven will open and blessings will start. Pour out. You'll never be poor. When they are calling poor people, I, you exclude you by all means. You know, I should have been poor. I should have been poor. What are you, madman? Even some of my lecturers thought I was mad. People are going to America to school. I am. I have put myself in a school of hygiene classroom with children. And I say, this is my future. I should have been poor. <laughs> But my classmates, hmm, they want to come to where I am. Yes, they come. If I go here, they say, we are coming there too. <laughs> and when I see them, I've, I know what it is. It never occurs to me. Oh, because I've been poor before. When you are poor, you always hope that a rich person will give you money. The sign that you are poor is that it's occurring to you that somebody should give you money. It's, it's one of the cardinal signs of poverty. Yes. If, if you are not poor, it will never occur to you. Never. But you, you, you are going, you see, a time will come, you, you cast your mind back and say, you know, I used to be with this, my uncle. I used to be this, and I, I hope that, oh Lord, let him remember. And now, it is as I'm preaching that it occurs to me that I sit with people who earn thousands and thousands of dollars every month and week. It never even strikes my mind that, oh Lord, oh Lord, touch his heart, Jesus. Let him remember that I'm a poor pastor. No, no. That's going to be your story soon in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Your days of poverty are coming to a very rapid conclusion. Lift your hands up, everybody. I want to pray for you. But the blessing of Abraham is going to be on you. Father, we know that Abraham paid tithes. A great person like Abraham paid tithes. How much more us, Lord? Thank you for everyone. Lord, we don't have much, 
We don't have much. But we have you. And we like you and we love you. We lift our hands. And then trust ourselves. Into your hands. That your word is true. That there are windows in heaven. And that they can be open or closed. And that when they are open you can pour blessings. Therefore we receive your blessings. And we pledge and promise. All the tithe. Of all that we have. We shall present to you. For your great work to be accomplished. And we thank you. We shall grow and live to see your grace upon the lives of the little ones that are walking around here as nobodies today. But I thank you. For promotion cometh not from the east or from the west, but it cometh from the Lord, for he shall lift up the heads of those that honor him. He shall honor those who despise him shall be despised and lightly esteemed. Receive the grace of God for your greatness. For Abraham's blessings are yours. For you are the seed of Abraham. As you have claimed to be the seed of Abraham, so shall it be in your life today. Whatever represents a curse from your family, from your tradition, your family tradition, Whatever represents an evil thing Pursuing you and haunting you Chasing you Hunting down your life uh, It is cancelled and aborted And neutralized By the blessings of Abraham That have come upon you And now for the blessing of the tithe Yea, let every window That stands in heaven Open to the maximum capacity In your life Whatever represents A curse in your life is neutralized by the blessings of the Lord that come upon you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we promise whether it's 10 cities, whether it's one city, whether it's one dollar, whether it's one euro, one pound, one anything you give us, Lord. Thank you for Leviticus 27 and verse 30. The tithe is the Lord's, it belongs to you, and we shall bring it to you. And more, Lord. Our eyes are on you, Jesus. Our eyes are on you. Lord, as you appeared to me on that day, appear to your children and guide them along the way they should go. Don't leave any of your children alone. Let them go step by step, step by step, step by step, step by step to the place you have called them to be. Make them great in your house. Make them truly great. Let no one ever be able to associate bad poverty issues with them or evil things with their lives. Take away the curse, Lord. Make your children great. Make them great, Lord. By your power, the power of the poured out blessing. I thank you. Thank you for the girls. They will all marry in due season. They will all see the goodness that they desire and they imagine. The curse will not apply to them. But your blessing applies to them. Thank you for the boys. They are strong, Lord. You are making them strong. They are honorable men, Lord. They are kings and they are priests, Lord. Your blessing is on their life. I pray your blessing on their life. 
appear to your sons, Lord. Appear to your kings, Lord. Appear to your priests, Lord. Honor them greatly. I ask it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Now I lift my hand and I intercede for your children, Lord. As they have honored your servant, honor them. Honor them, Lord. Honor them. Honor as they have honored you with their tithe. Honor them, Lord. Remember them, Lord. Remember them supernaturally. Intervene in their life. Intervene in the life of those here. Intervene, oh Lord. Intervene, 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 intervene. Thank you, Father, for the intervention. I see angelic interventions. I see supernatural interventions. I see powerful interventions in your life and your circumstance. Your road will not be like others. Your road will be higher and better. For the Lord has appointed you to his blessing. He has appointed you to his greatness. He has appointed you to his power. Thank you, Father. You who began a good work. When you started with this first love church. And you gathered us together, Lord. Thank you that you bring it to a perfect conclusion. Thank you that this is, the, this is on the journey, Lord. Your blessings have been poured out on us, Lord. We are seeing the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Thank you that all the blessings that were spoken. Ah, bless going and bless coming. Bless basket and bless Toha. We are seeing them practically in our lives. Thank you for your help as we serve you and as we follow you. We praise you. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Seated. Yeah, before you sit down, before you sit down, before you sit down, don't sit. Everyone standing. Everyone standing. Everyone. The blessing of the Lord is here. The blessing. You know, I prayed for most of you on the 31st, but I'll tell you maybe tonight many things. You need more things. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm always praying for you. Yeah. And I'm always praying that you do something that will bring a blessing in your life. Every day, try to do something that brings a blessing. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today and you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you. I don't know. Maybe you are invited. But you know, if you die tomorrow, you may go to hell. Because you are not sure whether your name is in the book of life. If you are here today and want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want my name to be in the book of life. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ lift your right hand high, just your right hand I want to give my life to Jesus Christ then your hand must be up like this high, God bless you, God bless you I see all your hands, look, don't think of anything except your life and your soul I need God, I need Jesus I want to give my life to Jesus Christ if you've lifted your hand, come to me in the front, come to the front here quickly, I want to pray for you come on to Jesus Come, come, and stand here. Come, I want to pray with you. God bless you. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give him your life. your hands and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I open my heart and I give my life to you. I give my life to you. Forgive me 
Jesus for my sins. I turn around today and I open my heart. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Change me, save me, wash me forever with the blood of Jesus. I claim the blood of Jesus. Wash me, Lord. Save me. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Now lift your finger like this. Lift your hand like this. Say, say after me. Satan. Satan. In the name of Jesus. From today, I will not follow you again. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. And I will serve Jesus Christ. Now lift your two hands like this. Say, Jesus, I love you. I thank you. I praise you for saving me. Help me to serve you. Help me to follow you from today. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books, and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.